Well, good morning. It's a beautiful sunny day this morning. I'm just looking out of the window. I can hear a pigeon in the background cooing away. And as I just sit here, I'm thinking probably like you are, and I'm wondering what the day will bring. We've already had uh, one visitor. He comes every morning, actually, but I never see him. He comes too early. It's the milkman. But I wonder what the rest of the day will bring. And I wonder what the week will bring. Within a very short space of time, our our lifestyle has changed dramatically. We could never have imagined that a change like this would happen, and happen so quickly. Now this week is Easter week, so in Easter week, much happened in that first Easter week. Things that would go on to shake the world and events that shook the lives of the disciples. I don't know about you, but when I read the Bible, I I like to put myself into the shoes of the people I'm reading about and to sit and think of, of how they felt, how they would react and be like them, not really knowing what the next step would be. And I want us this week to, as it were, Walk with the disciples through this Easter week. Matthew 21, verse 1 to 17. Sunday. Yesterday was Sunday. We call it Palm Sunday. We would remember this event. And his disciples, unlike us at that time, had no idea of what would happen that day. But as the day unfolded, Amongst the other things they learned, they learned this. They realized that Jesus already had everything in hand. We often sing the hymn, I do not know what lies ahead. And the chorus goes, I know who holds the future. And he'll guide me with his hand. With God, things don't just happen. Everything by him is planned. So as I face tomorrow, with its problems large and small, I'll trust the God of miracles, give to him my all. What did the disciples do on that day? The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. Maybe not fully understanding it, not knowing what would happen next. But they trusted and obeyed him. And as you read through and you see, he guides them through this day. Let's pray for each other. That we, like the disciples, will trust in him. Why? Because we are safe in his hands. And he does hold the future. On that day for the disciples, the cry that they heard the people shout was, Hosanna to the son of David. Now, Hosanna, it means save us now. Save us now. And the cry of many today, as we are tied up in this coronavirus, the cry is that that this virus will be defeated. And let's pray earnestly that that will happen. 
and pray for those who are involved in bringing that about. But as we do, let's pray that people will see that our need for salvation is not limited to salvation and freedom from material things that affect us. It's more important than that. The real need is salvation from sin, from the wrath of God. So let's pray about that. What else did the disciples learn on that day? Well, we know that Jesus went on to clear the temple. They must have stood there in amazement. But they learn that God's house is a place of prayer. That it should be a place of prayer. Let's make it a place of prayer. At the end of that Sunday, so much happened. In verse 17, And he left them and went out to the city in Bethany, where he spent the night. So, he and his disciples went out from the temple and they went to Bethany. And they spent the night there. I wonder what the disciples thought. I wonder what they said to each other. That was a strange day, wasn't it? Verse 18. Early in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city. Now this is again with his disciples. And this is Monday. And we're in Monday today. Monday of Easter week. And verse 18 to 22. Strange thing happened. Jesus cursed a fig tree. This is a picture of Israel. It was in leaf, but there was no fruit. And the nation of Israel, the leaders of Israel, the people of Israel, they were remote from God. And there was more to this parable, this illustration. It wasn't a parable, it was an illustration. And we can look at it at another time. But what I want to bring out this morning is the application for the disciples was this. For them to learn the importance of the power of prayer. So as we pray today, let us take that thought with us. Prayer is important and prayer is powerful. The events of that first Easter week, they're covered in Matthew's Gospel and virtually from chapter 21 right through to the end, chapter 28. A lot happens during that time. And as we go through this week with the disciples, it's not meant to be a Bible study. We're not going into great detail. But what I hope we will do is to be guided and encouraged as we pray together this week for each other, for our leaders. Pray for Boris. Apparently he's in hospital now. Pray for the rest of the cabinet. Pray for our nation and pray for the world. But back to the disciples, what did they learn in that one day? They realised that Jesus had everything in hand. They trusted him and obeyed him. And they learned that God's house is a place of prayer. And they learned the importance and the power of prayer. All things that will equip them for the future that they didn't know 
was ahead of them. What Jesus did. Tomorrow, we're going to follow the disciples through into the next day. Next day being Tuesday, and it'll be Tuesday for us. So if you get a chance and you want to read through um, all these things, it's just those chapters in Matthew's Gospel. You can read also in the other Gospels, but we just stay in Matthew. And it goes through, right through to chapter 28, which is the last day of the week, as it were, and 29 is the first day of the next week. So let's praise God. And can I just say, I hope you're all managing to cope with this being confined and managing to to get all that you need um, food-wise. And let's keep in touch with each other. And let's pray for each other. Amen.